Welcome to Into the Well. I'm your host, Ryan Wilms. I started this show as a place to share my experiences and my journey towards living authentically and mindfully, and also to learn from those who are truly walking the path, healing themselves and inspiring others. By balancing the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual, we can learn to live in harmony with ourselves and our environment. We'll be exploring different tools and modalities used to create sustainable well-being for a fulfilling life. So thank you for joining me. This is a unique episode of the podcast in the sense that I'm speaking with Joachim from Our Legacy and Bryce from Satisfy Running in correlation with their new collaboration that is coming out this weekend. Um, I've known both of these guys for a little while now, Joachim actually for over 10 years and embrace more so in the last year and a half but um the two have come together on a collaborative capsule that's coming out between our legacy's workshop concept and satisfy where they're using surplus fabrics and um, unique details to bring together this um, special product range that said most of our conversation is really about sort of the culture of being creative what we learned who we learned from some of the things from our youth that influenced our tastes and the way we approach creating and also some of the practices that we have today, like running and surfing and just being in nature and how those can help rebalance and reharmonize us with our world around us so that we can think more clearly and live from a truer place. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. It was fun to have these guys together on a podcast, talk about fashion and running communities and the project that they're putting out together. Thanks. All right. Well, it's good to connect with you guys. Um, Joachim, Bryce, we're obviously here to talk about your new collaboration and you know what's been going on in, in your lives and with your brands. Um, so it's uh, thanks so much for your time today and uh, excited to dig in. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for, for you know wanting to talk to us. Thank you, Ryan, for having us here. Yeah, well, Yoakum, it's funny because I feel like my career in sort of the menswear fashion publishing realm always goes back to our legacy. Like I remember sitting in my parents' kitchen in probably 2007 or 2008 and emailing and asking you to do an interview and and getting a reply back and being super excited about it and um, you know seeing you guys at Capsule back in the day. And so it's been amazing to see the brand evolve over this time. Yeah, I remember. I remember that 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 email and that interview uh, that we did for your beautiful inventory magazine it was uh, it's like a. We, I mean, we were just starting off as well, and it, it's you know, it's, uh, it's you know, you you remember those those things that that was important in the beginning. So thank you for making that, taking the time then and taking the time now, and also, I mean. I was thinking just pre pre we we went into this this talk about how we all met and and that was kind of the, the meeting point as well for me and, and Breeze uh, in during those trade shows like Capsule Show in in Paris and New York and stuff it was a good good melting pot. Yeah, I was going to ask how and when did you guys first meet because um, I think you did a little product or two earlier than this full full collection that's coming out now. But how did sort of that that connection begin, and and where was that? I guess in Paris, probably. Yeah, I think uh, we met with uh, with Yocom and the our legacy team uh, back in Paris in two thousand six or seven. At the time, I was doing uh, the, my jeans brand April seventy seven, and as Yocom uh, 
uh, said we we would uh, you know uh, help each other you know like uh, our legacy was storing their like uh, display for the show at my office and you know mm-hmm. and we we hang together and uh, uh, I don't remember exactly how the connection uh, uh, has been made. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. And uh, and and we come with your come. We have a like a, a similar kind of uh, like hardcore music past, you know. So I remember one of the first time I met Yokomi, uh, like he he sent me uh, some songs from uh, his hardcore band he had like in the late uh, uh, maybe early early two thousand. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yokomi, uh, but uh, his band was um, Change. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Change, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the change. I had like several yeah. bands, but that was kind of like the, the finishing part of my my aspirational music career was called the the change. That was like two thousand two, three, maybe. And, and music was great, and I was like, wow, this guy is so cool. Like he was in like like in a hardcore like a straight edge band, and they do like amazing like clothes, and you know. So uh, we connected uh, through you know like again through through culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also remember we stayed. We st- used to stay in that that beautiful little spot in uh, in uh, Manhattan, in uh, just off Bowery called Lafayette House. It's a cute yeah. little hotel. We kind of shared the same during those those days. We kind of ran into each other's room and just having a uh, having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's I didn't know that about you know, coming and being in a hardcore straight edge band. Um, <laughs> It's, you know, it's interesting, like you guys both having that sort of past with music. And I imagine as, as, you know, youth looking to sort of American culture, um, both like music and fashion and style quite a bit, probably. Yeah, 100 percent. It's uh, I mean, from when you were, you know, really like a a young teenager uh, without Internet and stuff, we're sounding like we're 100 years old here, but. But, you know, that, you know, you kind of have this this vision and this dream about, you know, the states and the culture there. And, and a lot of it was like coming through, I guess, skateboarding magazines, snowboarding stuff, but a lot of music, you know, looking at, uh, you know, CD or LP booklets, like the covers and stuff, seeing what people wore and, you know, what kind of stuff they were th- putting on the fan place. You know, all the, these little details were important to kind of you know, to you, you made your own kind of view on, on you know, what's this about and what, are, what stuff are they into and stuff, you know, it's oh, yeah, super, yeah. super important for like the making, you know, of, of, of your, of your, who you were about to become, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you, you said it all. Yeah. Do you guys have specific like albums where you remember somebody's style or you, there was like a specific sort of impact that you're like, Oh, this is like, this is really dope. Like I want to get those shoes or this is kind of like for me, you know, really f- resonate with it. I, I remember, but unfortunately it was a uh, good and roses. So I was going, uh, I was going to, to school with like cowboy boots and, uh, <laughs> and like, uh, like lumberjack shirt, you know, but I was tying my lumberjack shirt, like over my jeans. So I was working the Axel Rose uh, uh, look. But that was before I I discovered like uh, the misfits and you know and punk rock and you know and, and, and skateboarding. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean we were we were like I mean I, I come from like a small town like Grenoble and you know like the skateboarders, the punk rockers, uh, like the 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 headbangers. We were just freaks, you know, like hanging uh, among other freaks, you know, and and. Uh, 
and this is how we uh, I mean I guess this is this is uh, why we became what we are now you know like uh, when you grew up with like the do it yourself and and you have to figure out like uh, okay why is this brand this band is dressing like that you know so what subculture what subgenre uh, a style is that and then you start to understand like um how um uh, how fashion and it's not exactly fashion it's like how uh, a subculture like peak like a uh, you know, like military jackets or like uh, walker uh, 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 trousers, you know, and uh, adapt it to its culture. And once, like, you, you start to understand this, uh, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's magical. Yeah, and, yeah. And you kind of see the, you know, you, you connect the dots a little bit and, and seeing, and when you were young, you're, I mean, what's fun is that you, you weren't that afraid of, you know, changing fast. You could go from, you know, baggy jeans and wearing, you know, vans or, or airwalks to, to the next month you're into like punk from San Diego and you're dressing like a mod, you know, like with the short tight pants and, you know, shirt tucked in and, you know, this, this whole, this whole vibe. And, and, you know, and, and I, I can feel now like looking back, you can kind of, you see where you kind of found out about all these different inspirations and all these different you know subcultures kind of blending and, and you you you've picked your races now you like you took the best from from all and you kind of made that into what you what you like today i mean I, I can i can uh yeah totally see where a lot of my inspiration is coming from and that's like from when i was you know 15 16 17 yeah yeah and i don't know about you uh, Jokan, but like i feel that uh a lot of like today, a lot of my like inspiration uh, has been. Uh, uh, I mean, it's coming from uh, my my teenage uh, years, you know. And yeah. it, it's such like an important uh, stage of your life, you know. When like right before becoming an adult, you know, I feel that uh, some some things that never like disappear from that age. It really shape. Uh, it really shape like who you are, and then. I think right after when you start to become an adult, you try to um, forget about like a culture or like, a, or, or like how it shaped you, but uh, mm. it really uh, comes back uh, uh, as soon as it has disappeared. And, and um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, I mean, I mean to me, like being in the punk rock scene and the skateboarding scene, like has changed my, my life. You know, I won't, I wouldn't be the, the person I am today. If, uh, I was not like uh, again, like you know, among the freaks um, uh, in my small town in Grenoble. You know, no, me neither. I, I, I hear and I agree hundred percent. Same for me. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. You know, people of I guess my age and older, for the most part, or maybe a little bit younger, even. You know, like we just the internet was so new at the time, and so it was really about like for me, it was it was definitely a lot of like album CD covers and the liners and music videos and um like i was in in growing up in canada and i was pretty into hip-hop and rap that was like my kind of like main source of inspiration and even on our music channel it was like only 30 minutes or 60 minutes of rap a day so like i would have to like make sure i could see those five songs that day and then yeah. also like from athletes um playing basketball or or, or soccer or football things like that as well but you know, it really, it really forces you to engage in like such a 
deep way that now, you know, people just scrolling Instagram, scrolling Hypebeast, whatever it is, you know, there's so much, it's so much un, more unnecessary to really sort of engage in a deep way. And I think that, you know, the process that we went through, it really helps you learn who you are in a sense. Like it really helps you to know, yes, I do like this. And I do believe in this or no, I, that's not for me. And that obviously changes and evolves. Like you said, you'll come like you can try baggy pants and then you wear the tight crop pants and then maybe it's something else. And, and that's all like part of the exploration, I think. And then in the end, you like create your own unique version of it. But yeah, it seems to be happening a bit less. Like, I feel like I see now like a lot more people just straight up copying. There's less of like their own unique spin on it. Yeah. yeah it's a different pace. Yeah. And it's a different pace. I mean, when like pre 94, so when there was no internet, um, like, I mean, I remember I was buying my records from um, uh, those like uh, distribution uh, music labels like based in the US. So you would receive first like um, like the list of uh, the records that are available, and you, you you had just to to trust like the description of the record. Like, you couldn't listen to it, and sometimes so you buy the record. So it takes. I mean, you have to write a letter to the guy like to Ebullition Records, you know, like uh, in the states, and uh, uh, or to like Heart Attack Magazine, or whatever, and. and mm. you, you see like your your CD uh, like one month after. So it took you like so much energy that at the end, you, even if the first like listen, when the, you listen to the first time your record, you don't like it. <laughs> I mean, tell you, like, you're going to spend like a, like a week listening to this album to make sure that you, you, I mean, you want to make sure that you're going to like the, the album, you know? So yeah, uh, I think, I think it's the same. It's just the, the pace has changed. And uh um, you know, maybe maybe pre-internet we were giving uh, the chance to uh, artists, to uh, to brands, to bands. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we were maybe a bit more like uh, uh, patient and 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 try to understand because I think this is something I've learned. Like when I studied uh, briefly architecture, like it's not about. Um, uh, liking or not liking it's really about like understanding so you want to understand you know and maybe uh maybe pre-internet uh you were like spending time to understand things and not being like okay i like this i don't like this and then you you know you skip it and you yeah but it's, it's just as you see i mean back then you had you you invested in the records i mean you couldn't buy 100 records a week you bought you know one record every second week or something like that and you had to you had to make made that last, and if it wasn't good, the first two three plays. I mean, you 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 invested time, and you kind of you read the lyrics, and you. I mean, and after after a while, you it, it becomes a part of of your your rotation, you know, at home in your in your little you know in your boy room, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember, and you still have memories to those, those records. Yeah, I remember the first uh, Misfits record I bought. You know, I paid like so; it was so expensive because it was an import. And, mm. uh, and the thing, just like I mean, it lasts like you know, like twenty minutes. You know, you're so frustrated because you don't understand what's happening. You know, and, and but like two weeks after buying the record, I was like the biggest uh, Misfits fan. Uh, you know, my hometown. <laughs> you know? So, uh, uh, yeah, I hope we don't sound like uh, you know, like nostalgics, like you know, like boomers. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but it's also it's also beautiful to see like like a lot some of the bands that I was into. You know, you kind of those like the lead characters in those bands kind of took on the role as 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 um you know inspiration inspirational person or even like a mentor and and now i have like you know bands that that i toured with when i was you know really really deep into music those persons have have evolved as well and now they're like uh there's a, a couple of characters from the new york hardcore scene uh one is called ray capo and the other one is called john porcel and they're 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 deep into yoga now they're yogis they're yoga masters and they you know when i was 18 they got me into music and when i'm you know 20 years later they get me into yoga because they kind of you know we connect and they tell me about the, all these you know things and i kind of you know hesitant at first but then you know you know when when it's it's a person you trust you 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 let go and you and you you devote yourself to it yeah i think that's a good point and yeah bryce when you were talking about that process of like understanding the record or you know, that immediately made me think of the first Outcast album that I got. And it was like... Which one was it? Um, I think it was Equimini was the first one that yeah. I got. And it was like probably their first one that was like a little bit more wild and out there. And it's like, whoa, this is like, this is hip hop. Like, this is like pretty weird. Some of the songs and, you know, going like 10 minutes with like long instrumentals and like kind of spacey and some of the content was pretty out there as well. And but it just makes you absorb it in such a more uh, in-depth way. And I think, like you said, it also encourages this sort of like discerning level of um, experience that sort of makes you look at things like, okay, yeah, like, okay, I do trust this person and I'm, and they can be that guide. And I think for me, that process as well, being like, um, okay, th- I like this group, but that group's not for me. That sort of like process, it also like, uh, filtered into how I looked at brands in, in the fashion mm. space as well. You know, I, I'd never be like, Oh, this new brand is out and it's like, seems cool. So I'm going to get stuff from that brand. You know, I like look at the brand and look at the imagery and how are they using, like, what are they doing graphically? And it's like all of those things, it's like the yeah, liner yeah. notes of a brand in a way. Right. That's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm down with this brand. And now I'm going to like, l- let it be part of my life in that way too. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, we're kind of brought together because you guys are collaborating on a collection together. Um, probably when you first met, you wouldn't have expected it was going to be a, a running project that you guys were going to do. But I'm curious to know just sort of both of your thoughts on on the, the range and sort of the idea behind it and, and what, what's exciting about it for you. Do you want to start, Chris? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, well, first, I've, I'm, I mean, I'm... A, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, of Aurel Desi. Like, I mean, I, I love I love the style. I love like uh, I love the I love the guys, of course. But I like also I really like the the workshop, uh, the Aurel Desi workshop. So for uh, for uh, for those who don't know what what's what the workshop, it's, um, it's uh, well Aurel Desi was one of the first brand to take. Uh, uh, to take like this sustainable approach, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong uh, again, uh, Yokon. But I think you started with like taking like all the leftover leftover like fabrics and trims, and starting to make like a uh, 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 product, but unique products, like one yeah. of a kind. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah okay. we kind of after after being for so many years working in this industry, we kind of built up this this excess of materials, fabric rolls, beautiful stuff just laying around. We, we produce mostly in Portugal, and we we saw this this a mass of stuff, and just you know we got to do something with this. So that was kind of, but we don't just want to you know. We wanted to do something out of a creative standpoint as well, not just a sustainable one, but out of making something fun, you know, uh, you know, up, uplifting these beautiful fabrics into something, into new shapes and then kind of revitalizing them. So, so that was the st- start starting point from, from creating workshop after being in this industry for like 10, 15 years. Yeah. And as you said, as you said, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, it's very creative, and especially the fact of doing like, uh, I mean, you know, it's very hard in our industry to do like one of a kind products uh, because the process is, uh, uh, you know, it's very, um, uh, uh, cost a lot of money when you want to make just one product or a few mm-hmm. products because it's exactly the same process as, as if you would make like uh, 300 units, you know. Um, so the cost is, is very high. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, uh, they managed to do like uh, like some very like unique products, and I remember like all the like over dyeing uh, uh, products, dye and dye, and like um, some like uh, great like uh, nylon uh, jackets, and um, like you know we 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 connected with 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 Yocom, and we uh, I think Yocom you. Like uh, it was like maybe a few years ago, maybe two years ago. Like you, you suggested uh, that we should do uh, uh, something, uh, something together. Like using your fabrics to make some like satisfied products. Uh, but, but also, I mean, we we also like uh, uh, you know, I, I started to run like in 2015 or 16, and and uh, and uh, yeah, uh, 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 when I started satisfy, you come. Uh, uh, I mean, I didn't know that Yocom was running, and and we connected, we reconnected uh, yeah. with, with 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 running. So uh, yeah, yeah. Through, through the running, yeah. And we uh, in the in in like within the workshop umbrella, every every Christmas I do something that we call the workshop holiday market. Um, so we've been doing that for a couple of seasons, and then for for this last Christmas, I felt that I really want to reach out to to people and, and brands that I admire uh, that do something that is unique and is something special that, <clears throat> that I can't really do myself. And, and so we, I reached out to Breeze and asked, do you have something, you know, old fabrics or old stars laying around that we can do something fun with just to put out on this little holiday market? Just something that, because I know people would respond to it really well and it's something that I would want. So that's usually like the... the Mm-hmm. The starting point, you know, I miss something. I want this, you know. It's like a, it's, it's. I, but I want to do it myself, and 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 so, so we connected our legacy and, and satisfying. We did, we did a couple of, we did two pieces. We did a short and we did a uh, a long sleeve for this holiday market. So a couple of months ago, and and uh, out of old old things the breeze had, and and it just, it, you know, it resonated really really well, and it did so loud really quickly, and there was so many people asking, you know, do you have yeah, more of that. So we kind of mm-hmm. let's do this in a little bit. In a while, let's do something, and we can maybe add a couple of things, and we found some more fabric or or another uh, another residual, you know, stock of something. And and so we kind of everything led to to us making a little bit of a bigger bigger collection this time, bigger capsule. Yeah, we we're using this fabric 
which is a, 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 fab, a very nice fabric from Japan uh, called uh, Delta Peak. It's, it, it has like a very, like a silky hand feel. So we use it for tops. And um, I had some like uh, uh, unused fabrics uh, in uh, different colors. So, for example, we use uh, we use this fabric to make uh, and we, we over dyed the um, the finished garment, so the, the product, uh, the, the the black t-shirt, and um, same with the muscle tee. It was like a, in the beginning, it was a very light uh, light color that we didn't use. So we over dyed uh, the muscle tee, and for the long sleeve. Um, we started also with like a, I think the same light color, and we made like a black pigment over dye uh, on top of it. And for the short, we had like some um, uh, same the, the the shell of the short is uh, is like an over dyed uh, fabric. We dyed it in bl in black, and originally it was like a like a blue, um, uh, like a bright blue. So um, yeah, it's great to be able to I mean. To give like a, a second chance to some 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 fabrics and uh, uh, I mean it's basically like a zero waste uh, uh, a zero waste uh, a drop that we are doing with uh, uh, with uh, our legacy and and um, it's actually I have, I have to say uh, Yocom that um, I mean our, uh, uh, our legacy workshop really like an inspiration for for satisfy uh, we uh, uh, sometimes we do what we call prototype. So we basically mm -hmm. like make some samples and 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 products uh, that are like uh, you know like cancelled or just like uh, samples to prototypes. They said and and we transform them. We make like a one of a kind. And uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that we stole your ID, but we got inspired. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the point, and that's why I kind of I mean. It's it's fun also and and good in the long run. I mean, I, we try to branch out, reach out to, and, and kind of see. I mean, I, we love what you do. So, what do you have laying around? What can we do with that? You know, is, is do you have something something old that we can you know uh, revitalize and, and 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 revamp? You know, so it's it's uh, it's a we want to make it a movement. <laughs> <laughs> the change yeah. with uh, with the workshop you know project. Yoakum, how long have you been doing it? And I wonder if you've kind of seen like with our legacy and workshop, you know, they obviously feel similar in many ways, but also a little bit sort of different and separate. Um, do you find that there's people that have just become like, they just want workshop stuff only, like whatever you put it out with or whoever you collaborate with. And they're just like super interested in that product. I don't know. I mean, we, we started workshop in 2015. So it's been, it's been, it's on on its sixth year now, um, and uh, I guess like I mean, since we're a lot of different people in our legacy, and we kind of everybody kind of chipped in with their ideas in, into the workshop concept. So we kind of wanted to make this dream store where you can you know spend a lot of time just digging through old boxes. You know, we have boxes of old stuff with just just the size size marked on the box you kind of you know you dig through it's like an old vintage or used record store almost you know so you can and if you just want something quick you can you know pick up a, a t-shirt or something but if you want to spend time you can really find these golden nuggets laying around um so so but to, to answer your question i think like i think we it's it's not just people wanting the workshop stuff you, you, you they 
they maybe get a, a t-shirt or something from a collaboration or or like an an, uh, an upcycled garment but they also resonate really well with the with the main line that we're doing and i think that's to have these two two um two elements that kind of gives each other synergy is really it's it's really energizing for us it's great mm-hmm. i'm curious as well about about our legacy and sort of you know i mentioned right at the beginning that sort of right when you got, we were getting your start, I was sort of getting my start. And, you know, I remember clearly what the collection was then. And, you know, it's evolved quite a bit in the last, um, I guess it's over a decade now. Right. Um, and I wonder like how your approach has changed, uh, you know, what, how your sort of values have changed when it comes to a collection, you know, the market has changed so much in the last 10 years, it feels like from, from how things are shared in terms of media, but also just in terms of, you know, customers and sort of the, the growth of men's segment. But, you know, our legacy is now like a, a household name in terms of menswear. Yeah, I mean, thank you for saying that. Yeah, we started our legacy in 2005. So uh, mm. it's changed a lot. And and when we started just, and, and when you kind of found, found us, was just in the beginning of like a menswear movement, I guess, you know, it, it evolved pretty quickly during the first couple from 05 to 2010 maybe and uh, and if you look at the marketplace now and what's what's going on i mean it's of course completely different again uh and i guess we kind of i mean we, we've evolved and we've let the the main line the main our legacy collections become more design driven more more progressive and you know we try things and 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 people resonate really well with that and and when we added the workshop on on top of that you can kind of get these people that missed the uh missed the shirt from a couple of seasons back we do a new batch in that fabric that we found on our stock but you know if you kind of have that a little bit maybe a little bit more accessible styles with the workshop concept and and then we have uh, our legacy mainline which is a little bit more progressive and and to have both these elements like i said it's, it's really good for us so I think like, you know, traditionally the fashion sort of industry community is like very exclusive and, you know, so much of it can be like who has what and who's wearing what. Um, and there's maybe a little bit of that in the running community, but it feels like it's a lot more of a sort of worldwide community. It's much more sort of inclusive and inviting. Um, you know, how do you guys sort of see those contrasting things between the sort of the fashion and then something like running and you're both are and have been involved in both of those things and maybe they're closer now than they used to be but i'm curious to know like your perspectives on those yeah i mean it's uh it's again like it's i mean i think a brand is all about the community and uh both community like uh the active like uh um community like into the wellness into into like running let's say and uh, the community into fashion, uh, of course, they overlap. But uh, having 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 tried like uh, you know having tried like uh, uh, both like being in the jeans industry like for like uh, almost twenty years, uh, and then in the in the, in the active wear like uh, uh, running uh, industry now, I can I can see uh, some like uh, big differences. Um, uh, the, the good news is that in both in both worlds, uh, uh, 
there, there's room for disruption. And this is what I see, actually. I, I like to see things uh, I can disrupt. I think with uh, April 77, we disrupt the, the, the jeans industry. Like in, when I started in 2000, we were like uh, uh, very few brands were doing that what we were doing, like uh, a skinny jeans. Okay, so that's uh, the product. But it, it was more than just a product. It was a culture. We were also like a music label. And our communication was like, uh, uh, you know, not only about the product because communicating communicating on the product. Of course, if you do like a jeans company or if you do like running shorts, uh, you 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 should take uh, uh, like the, the the fundamental, like the basics, as given. So you need to uh, to, to explore um, um, what's around the product and and and. Consumers like they don't buy a, a product like uh, they buy um, the, the idea of what they can be or what they or who they would become owning the, the the product and I think I think this is where like a wellness and the activewear industry uh, is very interesting because uh, I like to say that well being is a new good looking and I'm not doing like I don't think there's like a uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, you know, to to uh, highlight uh, some like uh, differences between fashion and uh, and uh, and wellness or activewear. Um, but I think um, I think uh, uh, like today I see fashion like most of the brands that just do decoration. This is decoration. I, I don't think it's very interesting and. Um, and I'm not saying that it's very interesting in the in the, in the activewear neither, because I'm trying to disrupt this. Because uh, when you see like uh, the, the 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 sportswear uh, is basically like five or six brands fighting against each other, you know, and they are all in the same type of like products, uh, time of business, type of, uh, of of prices, you know. So what we try to do is satisfy is to disrupt through the products, but also through the community. And in the fashion industry, um, um, I think, like, and especially uh, since COVID, I think uh, a lot of brands are rethinking uh, what they uh, what they do, who they are, uh, which is which is which is great actually. Um, but I think uh, uh, brands should focus more, like, on on uh, on, on community and on, on culture. Um, and and, uh, and and I mean, and I guess this is why I still love fashion. Uh, I don't like fashion as like uh, as like um, uh, like being like a, like being creative with the product. Like I kind of don't care about like the design of the product. I like fashion when uh, you know when when brands they collaborate with like a punk rock photographers. Let's say you know like Gucci and you know I think this is cool because it goes beyond. It goes beyond the product and beyond the the simple the simple design, you know. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of like optimistic uh, uh, in, in in a way, but I uh, I'm, I'm I'm kind of super happy to to be uh, to be in this uh, 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 wellness wellness world now. Yeah, um, so you mentioned COVID there briefly, and I'm curious to know for both of you, sort of as 
as human beings, you know, was there things that you changed in your own life, different perspectives, maybe different practices, and also with your brands, you know, were there some specific challenges that you had to overcome and did you change any sort of direction there in a positive way? I, th- I think uh, from a, from a personal standpoint, like out of a personal perspective of what I had to change as a person, of course, I mean, with, with the limitations, restrictions and all of these things kind of, uh, you, you have to learn to to appreciate even more like your your surroundings your your neighborhood so like the local areas and 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 uh making the best out of it and making like getting because because i mean we're if you're if you were in the fashion industry for good or for bad it's a lot of traveling you get to see all these you know interesting places these persons yada yada and 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 all of that from one day to another was taken away so you kind of have to have to take the best out of your your the inspiration out of local community of local things you know and that, that's been for me it's been uh, it's been a good uh like an, an eye-opener and and i mean we from as as our legacy as a brand we always looked at, at like like very common things and found inspiration in that but 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 even even we've been looking even closer now i guess uh, so um and from from out of like comp like running a company during covid you you learn a lot and you had to change a lot going from the first kind of months where everything was so uncertain and and was the industry even gonna be there in the next couple of months you know it, it was some so many things that was hard to grasp and hard to understand what was like what's this going to mean to our company throughout to our brand um but i mean we try to be pragmatic and and we got good support and and you know changed all these all these things that we we knew we needed to change uh, and without covid maybe mm-hmm. we'd have changed them within like a a five year period and now we changed all these things within a couple of months you know just as you said you know being super disruptive with the way we're running our company uh, which is also very uh, scary at the at the very beginning, but also very energizing and refreshing. Kind of wow, we could we, we could do that. It didn't mean the end of us. You know, we could actually stuff that because you, you get really used to all these you know things that you're doing, uh, and you can kind of if you're been running a company for fifteen years, it's very easy to motivate why you're doing that this or that. Or we can't change that because it means this for the brand, or you know. But when you kind of if we don't change all of these things, we're not going to be around for to see the next year, you know? So uh, uh, we did those changes and, and we've come out really, really good. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate to be the stuff that we release. People respond to it extremely well. And we're so thankful for that. And then also adding these, these workshop things that we do uh, has also been very, very good for us. So, so we're, we're happy and thankful to be to be here <laughs> yeah i think uh, human beings are, are, are very strong when it comes to uh, reinventing ourselves and, and 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 companies are i mean yeah uh, so far companies are made of human beings so it's you know it's it's easy also for a company to uh, reinvent itself and, uh, it was funny to hear like mm-hmm. during covid uh, uh, people that wanted things to get back to normal and I was like, no, I, I don't want things to get back to normal, you know. 
uh, this is an opportunity to reinvent ourselves and to to make a change. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I uh, first I really enjoyed like the first lockdown. I mean, it it, it was such a um, um, you know uh, it was challenging, of course, but it was also like uh, a time when. I mean, we 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 basically showed ourselves that it was possible to slow down, and and you know, and it was not so that terrible, you know. I mean, for us, it has been the opportunity to reinvent uh, our business, our business model, you know, shifting from uh, the classic like wholesale two season things to uh, the drop model, you know, and and heading toward like a much more D two C. Um, business but also like more sustainable you know producing less uh, doing like uh, more like capsule collections uh, so yeah we we i mean i i took this i took this um this um, as a as a as an opportunity and and, and personally uh it, it kind of like uh, um uh you know i i i i've been very uh i mean I'm, I'm, I've been vegetarian and, and, and now I'm vegan and, you know, so just uh, also it's kind of like uh, uh, an approbation kind of, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, I'm doing something good and I believe in, in what I'm doing, you know, um, and and I hope uh, through our brands we can inspire uh, uh, people because I think at the end of the day, what 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 we do you know it's it's uh we, we want to inspire people uh we want uh uh you know we want to, to through our products and through creativity through the community we want to uh to inspire people and and uh oh, this is a, this is a, this is the absolute aim for us when it comes to collaboration you know it's something yeah. that is pretty commonplace in the market now um but you guys are both pretty selective with with who and how you do that. So I'm curious to know each of your perspectives on on collaboration and sort of what are the things you consider going into it, and what do you hope to achieve uh, with with a project like that? I think speaking from from an our legacy standpoint, I mean we've been been doing this for for a lot of years, and for many many years we 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 didn't do any collaborations. We said no to to you know, really interesting names that wanted to do something, but it, we just wanted to focus, uh, focus on, on our, on our own, on our own stuff, you know, wanted to get that right first before we try to tamper with other people's stuff <laughs> kind of. Um, and, uh, so for many years we, we just said, no, nah, thank you. We're honored, but we're not interested. And we just kept on developing our own collections. Uh, but within this workshop formula, uh, I, we felt quite instantly that that this is kind of it makes sense to collaborate here uh the workshop is is a little bit more free and 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 playful and and allows more uh so so it it made sense and also to to that we try to i mean working within these boundaries of just trying to take care of old things residual fabrics leftover stock dead stock pieces you know it kind of the creativity to work within those boundaries is really good for me. Uh, and and it, it's fun. And, 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 and for me, it makes sense to, to not just pair two brands together to create some more product and, and, and you know, more 
things are going out there. But we, you know, if if we connect with the right brand and and but try to kind of navigate to towards taking care of their old things or or they kind of do something on our old fabrics and you know, that that it 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 makes sense and and we also try to like like what we're doing with with satisfy now is to make something that is something that you want to use and you want to use it over and over and over again you know it, it, you know beautiful things that you that is you know that you is desirable but you want to use them that's that's kind of always my my starting point as not doing something just that looks crazy and people want it but they're never going to use it that's uh, it doesn't make sense for me you know to make beautiful things that you use every day that's the that's the oh, yeah, that's exactly. the leading story and yeah as you said i think the best collaborations um happen the most like natural way you know it's uh um you know we, we say no many times too and sometimes we suggest and we tried with some big names and it didn't work because uh uh you know because the connection was not there and and you know we say no because um I mean, it's great to to work like uh, like like we do like we uh, it's, it's great to you know to you know i think should, collaboration should be like a no-brainer you know and uh you don't want to force things so uh uh i mean this this, this uh, job is is difficult you know so you don't like add collaboration to make it to make it even more difficult you add collaboration because you want you just want to to have a good time basically you know so uh yeah uh, uh as you said uh, your come it's all about like connecting with uh, the right people which share the same uh, ideas um creatively but also like uh on the business uh, side of it it's very important yeah i think like you know you made a note there about making things is can be very difficult, right? I think from the outside, whether it's a fashion brand or a sportswear brand, like it can look really glamorous, especially when there is travel and, you know, fashion weeks and stuff like that. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter really how many years you've been doing it. Making clothing is always really challenging, at least from my understanding and perspective. Um, so I'm curious to know, like, you know, as you've both been in this industry for years now, you know, what are some of the challenges nowadays for making clothing and continuing to evolve? And is it just always challenging on some level? Mm, uh, I mean, it's, it's a good question. I mean, it's, it's uh, depending on how you make your things and, and, and you know, it's a, it of course comes with different challenges and, and different obstacles in the way uh, that, you know, the human, like just, just uh, as you you mentioned it before, Chris, that, you know, it's still humans in in like making all these corporations and these companies, and the human factor can kind of make things difficult along the way, always. Uh, but it's also the human factor that makes stuff magic. You know, it's uh, it's working with people with a lot of experience, and you know, you know, help guiding, you know, whatever it is. You know, that's that's the that's the beauty of it as well um but i think i mean just from 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 w- what we do with workshop is of course to try to make things us uh with the uh, you know the least kind of uh footprint you know that's that's you know and and it's not always easy making clothing uh even if we use all fabrics it's still uh you know we're shipping stuff back and forth you know across europe and then shipping it towards the end 
the you know the uh, end consumer and, and you know, trying to make that as good as possible it's it's it can be challenging yeah i mean um yeah it, it, it it's challenging and 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 uh, uh yeah especially like of course like the production and 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 like you you come like you know when, when we buy fabric in japan we try to make the product in japan and when we buy fabric in Italy or france we try to make portugal so uh, uh you know you want mm. to you want to uh, uh, so there is an industry, and you have to make this industry fit your standards, you know. And sometimes it's not easy because we are. I mean, Satisfy is a very small, uh, small company, you know. And uh, trying to to make this like huge industry fit in our standards, sometimes it's a um, it's a it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a big fight. But it's a it's a great uh, it's a it's a great challenge. And of course, there's also like. A, no, being being creative, I think uh, you know it's it's uh, uh, it's tough. Like you know, to to constantly like having uh, having ideas and you know, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, after twenty years, we are still around, and I guess we really love our jobs. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's part of the key is like you need to have some passion for it if you're going to be in the business of making clothing. Yeah, definitely, but I mean. And for for me, it's, yeah. And for me, it's not like fashion. It's really, I think it's it's everything but fashion. It's like it's really about the culture. And and you know, like 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 tonight, like we're having this this conversation. It is great because we speak about like music, about sustainability. You know, and we barely speak about the product because it's it's not very interesting. I mean, uh, and, and this is why I really love also our legacy because it's really about like the essential. You know, like. At the jeans, the shirts, the t-shirts, like the cowboy boots, it's everything we love, you know. And uh, and then and then you play with a, with the culture, you know, you like a mashup of like uh, influences and inspiration and, and fabrics. But at the end of the day, we want to create like clothes that we are super happy to wear, you know. And um, otherwise, yeah, I mean that's uh, uh, that's what we 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 like at come right? Yeah, and I think that's what kind of it keeps you going as well because you, uh, it's always that you have that that fantasy of that garment that you want to make that you want to wear yourself. Uh, and that was you know that's what keeps me pushing. I mean, uh, we work a lot of you know a lot of hands on in in around the Stockholm area as well. You do redoing stuff within the actual workshop, which has like half store, half atelier kind of kind of vibes and and hauling things in my you know, boxes of stuff going back and forth between these places and dropping things off at, at people, you know, like a tailor shop, you know, remodeling things or going to the print shop or, you know, all these, you know, you, you know like uh, you feel like, uh, you know, when does it stop? But it's always that you, when you get that garment, the finished thing that you, you had, you know, three months back in your, in your mind or two weeks back or, you know, the previous day whatever it is you know it's 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 that it's so yeah what do you say when it's uh, rewarding is the word um you know so super rewarding to kind of to get that you know to see see that you know that thing that you thought about you know and and now it's here now you can wear it then we're like okay what's next you know yeah yeah (laughs) and then on to the next yeah Yeah. but i think it is you know like you're you're saying like you know we're talking about all the things except for the end product and but it's like all of those things are are in that product you know and people don't always realize that you might see like a pair of shorts on a website but it's like 
you know, 20 years of sourcing the world for fabrics and factories and all those album liners and all the little details you've seen and made, Yeah, you know, it's yeah. all in that product. And, and I guess, you know, it's like hoping that some of those feelings come through. Yeah. It's also 20 years of, of culture, like all the culture, mm. like you, uh, you accumulate, uh, you know, and you, you you spread it into your your products you know and 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 this is what's uh you know so there's no like uh it's not random like a product is not uh i mean it's not random if we pick like this color or this trim or this fabric or there's a story behind like every part of the of the of the product so it's adding cultural value to the product and what is magical is when the the community is it some people they won't see it, they won't notice it. You know, some people will see just uh, okay, that's a cool logo. You know, uh, but some people they will see okay, yeah, he made this logo because of this, of that. You know, and uh, and uh, this is a super. I mean, to me that's a bigger reward. You know, when when uh, like a, a small uh, a fringe of people like really understand like uh, why uh, you did that. Like like <laughs> like. Uh, uh, when uh, our legacy did the, the Vans collab and they got like news of today uh, uh, playing, was it for the uh, the store opening in London, Jokam, or for the? No, we we had we had a we had a, like a, a white gallery that we we put in. The, it's a classic New York hardcore band called Youth of Today um, that we got to open, like premiere the collection or the like a release party for the collection yeah. so. in the fashion industry like no one cares about use of today you know but <laughs> <laughs> but for us it's like you know. no <laughs> so, no so. but that but that, that's so rewarding because i mean i didn't care if i mean i don't really have, to be honest i don't have any uh my heroes are never within i mean except the people that i'm you know that i love that i'm close with like you breeze or or you know the the guys that I work with or the crew with Stussy or whomever, you know, that are really close. But besides that, I don't have any fashion idols and they're never my heroes. It's always within, within the culture of music or, or, or art or, or skateboarding or, you know, it, that, that's where I find my heroes still to this day. So to have them play and to see all these people, you know, the hardcore kids coming to that gallery. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, and maybe blend up with a couple of fashion uh, fashion writers or whatever, but but it's fun to see that th- those worlds colliding. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, that's great because like uh, uh, you know people from the fashion industry that won't who don't know like the bands that will have they will they will get like a, a great time you know like seeing this like hardcore band like jumping and you know stage diving or whatever you know and 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 the kids the hardcore kids uh, they will get also like uh, the best time of their lives you know so. You, yeah. Everyone's happy, you know, and and you can like uh, touch uh, and move um, uh, uh, people uh, uh, with you know like uh, with one message, which is uh, which is culture, you know. And uh, yeah. what uh, our legacy and Satisfyer are doing, you know, we add cultural value to the product. Like we take like a simple product, like jeans, like a pair of running shorts, like a singlet, like a shirt, and we're going to to twist it with some like uh, cultural detail that some people will see, some want, but at the end, the product is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think like, you know, a lot of that that 
those cultural references come from, you know, our past and growing up and things that made a big impact on us. But I'm curious to know, like, what are some of those things today? You know, like, is it food or is it getting into yoga? Maybe it's running meditation. Maybe there's a, a new film that's come out that sort of left a mark on you. Like, is there anything more from like your modern life that is starting to influence the culture of what you're creating? I, I think from from speaking for for me personally, I mean, I I love getting out there, whether it's uh, whether it's uh, running or or you know running and doing half halfway out somewhere. I stop for some yoga, uh, like fifteen minutes, and then I keep on running. You know, whether it's that or getting in the water, surfing or snowboarding or or I mean, I, you know, it's that kind of world is, is very, uh, you know, it's attractive for me. And it's, it's, it's something that I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm learning a lot about. And, and, and I have, of course, a lot of history still being like a runner for many years or, or been surfing or snowboarding for many years, but it's still to make that actual product. It's, it's very, that's, that's interesting. And that, that, that's, you know, inspiring to me to, to, to learn about this those worlds as well yeah same i mean i mean i grew up in the alps so i grew up like snowboarding and you know but then i moved to paris and 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 uh, it became more difficult to go like go snowboarding on the weekend um but i think i just have a uh, uh this in my in my veins you know like uh this uh this need of like uh being uh being outdoor and just doing things and it's something that I, I thought I didn't know actually until I've, 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 I've created Satisfy. I didn't know it was still there. And, but um, uh, starting to run, um, making Satisfy, uh, yeah, uh, really uh, uh, made me aware uh, of, uh, of uh, yeah, just being, being outside doing things. Um, Yes, and I still get a lot of inspiration from that, of course, but also like from from uh, you know from new bands, new music, uh, uh, people, people. Like I, I mean, um, I, I, I mean, I met some great people in in Paris these last uh, five years, you know, and uh, I'm learning a, a lot with these uh, um, just people, friends, you know. Um, and uh yeah i mean and, and again we all connected through through uh through culture through uh, through, uh mm-hmm. you know, our, our our past again um yeah yeah i wanted to co- to come back again to the you had a question earlier ryan about about uh what you had to change like in your mm-hmm. personal life or whatever like i feel speaking about this like getting out there trying to you know uh, I've really learned to appreciate like the the local surroundings when it comes to those things as well. Like, you know, I've learned that like if I, if I get in my car, I can get certain. I never thought, you know, in these different locations around the Stockholm coast that I could get surf from, you know, so many different swells coming from different directions. If I just go 45 minutes in that direction or, or, or an hour in the other direction, like, but you know, the waves are not going to be like they're in, in, in the, you know, the French coast or, or in, in, in California, but 
I'm still going to be in my, you know, super thick wetsuit. I'm going to be out there. It's freezing, but I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm learning to, you know, I'm seeing all these different things. And it's the same. Uh, we have these local hills, you know, just they're, you know, looking like, you know, just some, like a little pile of dirt getting thrown out there, you know, comparing to what we're used to. But, you know, I, I go there with my kids. It's a couple of hundred meters run and you, you know, you're in the slope and you're out there with, you know, snowboarding with my kids, you know, just 10, 15 minutes from our house in, in Stockholm, central Stockholm, you know, you know, learning to kind of appreciate that it doesn't need to be the Alps or the, you know, the crazy big mountains, you know, it's just these little moments of, you know, activation. Yeah. And, and that, I've been getting a lot of inspiration from that lately. And of, and of course, and of course, running, I mean, that's, that's what we hear on your pod, Ryan, to talk a little bit about, about running as well. And, and, you know, just running in all these different directions. I mean, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a long distance runner, more like I'm, I'm trying to run a little bit every day, uh, between like five, six, seven K. So, so I know you, Bryce has, has something called LSD, the long, slow distance, but I'm more like a SSD. <laughs> uh the sh- the short slow <laughs> distance uh but i but i get out every day and and kind of make that into like a daily routine maybe it's just after i drop my kids off at school or maybe it's uh 30 minutes on my lunch break or whatever it is but yeah. but but to get that up there every day is it's really good for me yeah you know i mean running changed me uh uh in many ways and and i think something that i really uh really like is uh of course like running because you discover like you can discover new cities and and and, and uh, uh you know especially when you're able to travel and you know but it's 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 for me it's uh it made me realize just my 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 body you know like before before being a runner I had no clue about what's was what was happening in my body you know i knew what was happening in my in my mind i mean <laughs> uh that <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> but my my body was like uh was a stranger to me and when you start to run you st- you, you need to listen to your body and you put your your body in danger you put yourself in danger even if you go like just like 5k 5 miles or like you know if you go like 10 10k 20k from from your home you there's always a part of danger you know and you need to uh be prepared uh, in case of something's happening, you know, uh, and and this is what I like the most with running is all like the um, the 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 mental and the, and what's happening in your brain when you when when you run and not only like you know like getting high when you run or like the runners high, it, it's also it's also uh, uh, listening to your body and um, and just being able to to. Uh, to adjust, like you know, you you can't you're in control of your body, and you need to adjust your run, like depending on how far you're going to run or the temperature. Because, I mean, I I, I barely know what how long I'm going to run when I leave the house. You know, like, sometimes I, I I sometimes I like I do like a, like a twenty k, and I don't take any water with me or any nutrition. You know, because I just don't know how far I'm going to run. And it's 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 uh, I really like this. I really like this uh, adventure. Mm. uh the adventure of uh of running i think that i think like also like like the physical challenge and 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 the adventure is something but i think 
the the mental and the psychological thing that happens to you when you when you run during a run i think i mean it's it's magic where you, where you go from from or at least i mean it's it's of course special and and everybody is unique and with their what happens to them but i think for me i can you know step out of the house and my you know my head is a mess and i have all these problems and stuff i need to solve and things i need to sort out and you kind of you get going in the first 15 minutes you're like it's a little bit of a struggle you know getting getting the tempo and, and you know getting out there but once you're like you have the flow and things start to like you know this start to sort themselves out a little bit and and it's a it's a fun process to if you look at it from above or like from from the outside to see you step out as this person with all these you know issues and problems and, and you know mind is a mess and then you when you come back like an hour or 45 minutes or longer but you, you come back and you you're in a different state you know and and it happens it happens every time it's, it's it never fails it's 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 you know you, your mind clears up and you kind of see more clearly but at the same time you 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 ease yourself you know you give your your brain oxygen and your body you know all these you know yeah. you know it, it, i think it's a crazy experience and it, it's there for the taking every time uh and it's free you know well what, what i what i believe is that you uh you be you be when you run like your your brain is um is getting to where um it's become to be like you, your brain is in his in its natural um uh, uh state so you I don't think we are reaching like a, a, another state. I think we are just reaching our natural uh, state, and um, I think when we run, we we are just the person who uh, we, we are supposed to be. And this is the yeah. uh, uh, when we run that we become like the, the the most creative, or when like everything is like we get the more like a clarity of things. You know, like so many times, you know, I, I've I've uh, I mean. I, I remember, like when I started Satisfy, like it started with with runs. You know, I was I was designing and and creating uh, while running, and I would get back uh, yeah, yeah. and sketching. You know, yeah, the creative process. What happens to your brain while while running is crazy, like that as well. Out of a creative uh, standpoint, also. I mean, I'm I'm a mess. I I never run in in. I always run alone because I'm 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 a nightmare to run with because I can be running for 20 minutes and then something pops up that I kind of have to stop and deal with and or write down or or take notes and 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 then you know keep going for 10 more minutes and I have to stop again and you know and and for me it's never the goal of like clocking the mile or doing I mean it's it's always to to feel good within uh, I I never compare myself and I hardly ever you know take the the might check my tempo whatever you know uh but it's more like the stuff i get out of each run is in, invaluable but that's also something out of like a uh out of a performance perspective it's when i do run with someone else you know i feel that i've kind of built up this i know how to run uh, uh and i i can be you know fast or a long distance run or whatever but when i'm alone it's always other things that are top of mind that is more important for me than than being that top athlete but but when i come home you know i feel good and and, and a lot of things has kind of popped up on the way that is really valuable yeah and you, and you never regret a run you know like no one has ever said oh oh shit i ran again you know no like you never regret 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's it's you know the point about reconnecting with our body uh, yeah. through movement, especially outside in nature. Um, you know, can be snowboarding or skiing and surfing, and, and definitely running is sort of you know the the cheapest, easiest thing that you can just do straight out your front door. You know. Our, our bodies are just like this crazy complex system of rhythm. You know, it's like the heart pumping, the energy flowing, the blood, the oxygen breathing in and out. And like, that is our most natural nature. Right. And it's our mind is, is the thing that can be opposed to that connection opposed to our natural rhythms. And if we sit on our computer and drink coffee all day, you know, it just, creates more and more separation so to allow yourself to go back into nature and move it's just like you said it's you're being the person you're meant to be you know it's a very natural reconnection of all those rhythms and especially doing it outside i think just adds more more to that and you know it's it is really powerful and it's a beautiful experience i feel the same way it's like you never regret it it always helps with some clarity and some peace and those problems that seem so huge just you know, some of them just are not that big of a problem <laughs> and, and getting outside yeah. and getting in touch with yourself, um, is, is such a powerful way to do that. I found a little bit similar with like cycling as well. Like I've, there's a park near my house and I'm like, I had no idea how big it was, you know? And so I've seen all parts of mm-hmm. LA that I never would have seen otherwise. And I've made friends that I didn't know before. And so just moving outside, getting in touch with our own rhythms and nature, you know, is, it's so important. It's essential really. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, it's great to catch up with you guys. I feel like it's a good spot to leave it for now, but you know, thank you for, for the time today, for being so open, um, for being, you know, inspiring in what you both create and, and share and, um, you know, in collaboration as well. Uh, it's really cool and excited to see see this product come out but excited to just see you guys and your brands continue to grow as well likewise ryan thank you thank you for taking time and and you know it's beautiful to see your journey as well uh from afar unfortunately (laughs) yeah maybe hopefully not for too much longer we can get together and go for a run in person maybe yeah we should uh, definitely yeah just be patient with, with me when i have to stop <laughs> yeah well i'm not that much i'm not that fast either so i think the whether it's long or short the slow distance part will can apply or slow <laughs> yeah good good to talk right. to you guys take care guys bye All right, peace i hope you enjoyed this episode whether you listen to it on spotify apple or through our website It would be great to hear your feedback and thoughts. If you're able to leave a review, it'll really help us share the message and share the podcast with more people. Thank you.